Hey guys, welcome back to The Babbling Mother. Today I wanted to talk about my recovery in the hospital and at home. Um, and I guess you could consider this postpartum, but it's mostly just about the recovery. Um, so yeah, I have my cold coffee because I decided to take a shower and didn't finish my coffee beforehand. So it was hot before. Um, so yeah, that's alrighty guys, let's babble. I wanted to start with the hospital. Obviously, you end up in the hospital first before you go home after having a baby. And I'm not going to go into detail about every little thing that happened because honestly, I don't remember every little thing. But I am going to talk about the things that stood out to me. So the things that stood out to me is my first steps, my first poop. Um, I had to get some shots afterwards and then Mason had some complications as well. Um, so... First, let's start with the first steps after a C-section. I will be honest, I heard that they hurt a ton. Um, I heard a lot of women dread the first steps, so I was a little anticipated. Anticipation. Um, anxious. I was a little anxious. I, I didn't know what to expect, but I did know I was super tired of being in that bed. So I kept asking the nurse, when can I walk? When can I get up? When, like, I really want to do this? Um... I didn't want to sulk in it. I didn't want to milk it. I wanted to move. I do not like being bedridden. So, um, my experience with the first steps was definitely tightness, like a pulling sensation. But I wouldn't say that it, it did hurt. It's uncomfortable, but it wasn't crazy sore, um, if that makes sense. Um, so, I took my first steps and then I walked the halls in our mommy baby unit um and you know and we did pretty good um I did feel it after the first lap in the beginning I felt it and then we proceeded to do more I think we got down to two laps total two or three I don't remember um but so the first steps weren't awful in my opinion and then uh, uh wow next is the first poop the first poop I also heard hurts and that's like giving birth but I'll be honest um, they said because of all like they say because of all the anesthetic that you're on it's hard to poop valid truth a hundred percent but I had a nurse who was like really wanted me to get that first poop and so she you're on stool softeners after you have a baby that's pretty very common and then you um, I told her like I feel like I need to but I can't like I physically cannot and I couldn't push because, like, my, I was sliced open, so I couldn't push. It hurt. Um, and it didn't even hurt as much. I just, like, physically could not. Like, I could not even try. Um, the muscles or whatever just did not compute. So, she ended up giving me the stronger laxative softener or whatever. And, yeah, it worked. <laughs> I was super excited when I finally did it because I felt a ton better um, and then the nurse was like just let me know when you do so there was that um, so again the first steps and the first poop weren't awful in my experience again I am not speaking for everybody I am just speaking for myself and what I have experienced um, and then I am O negative as you guys as I have talked about in previous podcasts about pregnancy, I am O negative. I am 
RH negative, which means that my blood is missing a protein, I believe. Um, and because of this, I have to get what is called a Rogam shot. And they typically try to do it in your butt cheek, but when you're in the hospital, they do it through the IV, which is perfect. Um, and you only get it if your baby is positive. A positive, B positive, O positive, AB positive. Um, is the only time you get it if he was RH negative. So if he was A negative, B negative, AB negative, O negative, then he would not, I would not have gotten the Rogram shot again. But he is A positive, as is Tyler. So I had to get it, which isn't a huge deal. It's through the IV, so it's literally like nothing. Um, I also had to get shots in my belly, um, and they were blood thinners. And I believe they did it because of my high blood pressure before the C-section and then the C-section. So they, they just, you know, just to be safe. Um, the first one didn't hurt. It's kind of like a... a pinch really quick pinch but it's fine um the second one kind of stung and then the third one actually kind of hurt um and that is it and uh, for the needles um and then also a lot of people know that they massage your belly after having a baby i will say after having a vaginal birth with tyler it did not hurt when they would come and massage after having a c-section oh my geez oh my geez I don't know what that is. Oh my Jesus. Um, that hurt. That was definitely not fun, but they didn't last very long, so it was okay. Um, and then I also wanted to talk about at the hospital pain management. So they con they gave me um, ibuprofen and Tylenol. Every three hours, I would take an ibuprofen. Every three hours, I would take an, uh, a Tylenol. And then once the anesthetic started wearing off, um, which it took about 24 hours for it to start, like, to fully leave my body, um, I started feeling quite literally like I got sliced in half. Um, I remember walking hunched over in the hospital for a little bit because the pain was so bad. But at the same time, it wasn't like, I'm gonna cry. It was just like... I don't know. It, it wasn't the worst pain in my life at all um i can honestly say that the whole experience was not the worst pain in my life uh i got a pretty gnarly scar over it but a lot of women have the scar too so it's okay right um but yeah so sh when it came to pain management i was doing tylenol and ibuprofen every three hours alternating and then um Oh, I don't know the medicine. Oxycodone. Oxy. Oxy. An oxy. I don't know what the full medicine term name is, but it's oxy um, is what they were giving me. And, well, I still have some left over from the surgery. So, I'm really happy I wasn't, I didn't have to use all of them. Um, and I think the only thing I'm pretty much out of is Tylenol from the hospital because I give you medicine to go home but yeah so that's super nice to only have those left um to only have gone through that much Ooh. um so yeah I I think I managed the pain pretty well I've definitely snapped at Jeremiah a few times because of pain but nah eight out of ten I did apologize 
and explain to him, like, I'm sorry, I was being an asshole, um, I was just really hurting, and 9 out of 10, he was like, babe, you're fine, like, I, I understand, <laughs> but, you know, um, and then another thing that we experienced in the hospital was actually about Mason, and what made us stay another night is his blood sugar levels, um, we were getting ready to get discharged, and we were getting ready to, um, yeah, we were getting ready to be discharged and go home. And Mason had been doing this jittery shake, um, since he was born. And, and I mean, he was only like two days old when, you know, he was only two days old. Um, and he'd been doing it since for the last two days. And a lot of the nurses had just kind of shrugged it off. They would notice it and they would say, like, oh, why is he doing that? And then look at us, like, we're supposed to know. Um, and, like, the doctors have known this guy just as long as we have. Like, we don't fucking know. And they kind of just shrugged it off, didn't look at it. And then our last doctor, our nurse, um, Lynn. Her name was Lynn. But she was cool. Um... noticed it and was like you know I'm just gonna check his blood sugars uh, super quick just to make sure that they're fine so we she checked them and they want a newborn at 45 and above um, he was at 43 or two one of the two 42 or 43 points um, and so she rushed to give him this glucose gel that you put in the baby's mouth and I honestly like got kind of annoyed because it was feeding time like I needed to feed him so yeah his levels might be a little low um he was also born a little early so that's something that even the doctors agreed that they should have checked in the beginning because he was born early um they didn't check it because I didn't have digestional gestational diabetes so they didn't check his blood sugars. Um, I'm like, wasn't morbidly obese, so they didn't check his blood sugars. So there's a few factors on why they didn't check it, but the doctors did agree that they should have checked it right away. And that is something that they are going to work on. I'm doing the bunny ears, but you can't see it. Um, but they're going to work on here in the future type thing. Um, and so they ended up deciding to keep us for another night um and by us i mean him they discharged me and they kept him so we just stayed in the room they didn't bother putting us in the NICU because we came up with a plan they just kept poking his little foot and then moving on and telling us like what it was bad or good but didn't come up with a game plan on how we're going to get this to stay good and how we're going to be able to go home um, Jeremiah and I wanted to go home. We wanted to go see Tyler. We wanted Tyler and Mason to meet. We wanted out of the hospital. Um, I personally think that recovering at home is a lot easier than recovering at a hospital because the hospital is just, they do not leave you alone. And, um, and yeah, so they, we, Jeremiah came up with a game plan. And so that night we stayed up. Uh, we were up every two hours feeding Mason, um, and then he also would not, 
drink from my boob. He would not breastfeed. Um, he would just constantly fall asleep. Was not like he'd latch and then fall asleep. Um, and so the lactation consultant told us to finger feed him. And so Jeremiah had this little feeding tube taped to his finger and he would basically stick it in uh, Mason's mouth and the tube was attached to a syringe full of milk, my milk, and which at the time is colostrum. Um, and he would suck from his finger and that worked. That worked really well. Um, for about a week after he was born, we had to do that and he would not breastfeed. Um, and so, and so yeah, after that 24 hours, we got it to work. Um, and we kind of figured like we didn't ever use that glucose gel stuff because we knew that it was my milk that would bring his sugar levels up because he was barely low, barely low. So, you know, it's okay though learn we learn live and learn you know um yes baby um in about 15 minutes you can have a snack um and then we got the clear to go home and we went home um with tyler i walked out of the hospital i didn't use a wheelchair but it was also a different labor and birth. So with Mason, I definitely used a wheelchair out. Um, and we got to the car. Oh my God, guys, I was so happy to see the car. I was so happy to be outside, even though Jeremiah did sneak me out of the hospital. Um, because when we found out that we were getting... Um, that we were staying another night. I was losing my shit. I had already been in the hospital for three days. I wanted to get out. I wanted to go and see more than just a room and out the window. I didn't even have a good view out my window in any room that I was in. So I was definitely struggling a little bit. And so Jeremiah basically told the nurse, like, you're going to watch the baby and we're going to go. Because if you guys were staying another night because you didn't come up with a plan the day before. So... The nurses kind of was just like, oh, okay. And so they were like, typically we don't do this, but under these circumstances, we understand, um, said one nurse. And the other nurse was like, get your girl and go, go strum the hospital for a little bit. Like, you know, take, get, get some fresh out of the room. Um, so we left the hospital. We didn't like leave the property. He, I was in a wheelchair and he just wheeled me outside so that I can get fresh air and I can be outside for a little bit. I love being able to be outside. And winter is my favorite season. So, all in all, I was stressed inside. But he got, like, you know, I got fresh air and everything. And then we went back in and we got our baby back. And then, you know, everything was good. Um, I'm also feeding Mason at the moment. But, so yeah. So, on our way home, we... Okay, no, at home, um, I was, everything went really smooth at home. The way we did it was Jeremiah, um, dropped me and Ty Mason off, and then he left to go pick up Tyler, and then he brought Tyler home. My mom had, my mom and grandma had Tyler for, like, the longest. Dude, where are your legs? He's in a sleep sack, so 
I got lost. Um, or I lost him, I guess. But, but yeah, and so he picked up Tyler, brought, came home, and then they got to meet. It was the cutest thing ever. Tyler was so excited. I, um, Tyler didn't hug people. She's not a huge hugger until you pick her up. If she's in the air, she'll hug you. So I didn't get, I still technically can't pick up Tyler. Um, and so it's definitely like, she's definitely hugs me now. Like she's, you know, accustomed to the fact that mommy can't pick you up type thing. Two ounces, dude, really? Um, and so, but in the beginning, I was super fucking emotional, dude. I cried over everything, um, and it was mostly always about Tyler. I came home with such guilt for her. Like, I felt guilty that I brought another human in the world. Um, and then I didn't want to treat her, de like, I didn't want to keep yelling at her, telling her no, like, you know. So, I will admit, I did baby her for the first week. Um, we were home. Uh... And that definitely bit me in the ass later because she was accustomed to me treating her like that. And I don't do that. Um, but, you know, you live and you learn. We corrected it. We're all good now. But, yeah, I had a huge guilt for Tyler. I, I constantly cried because I was jealous. Like, I can't pick her up, but everybody else could still pick her up. And because I couldn't pick her up, I wasn't getting a hug. Um, I wasn't getting hugs. And then she can't climb on mommy still. She can't... Um, mommy's always with little brother like it definitely hurt my heart but we do pretty good now um you know while I'm feeding Mason I'll read her a book and stuff like that um and so and so yeah that's actually all I have for you guys today um so far recovery is going pretty good I'm five weeks in as of today actually I think um yeah today Mason is five weeks old so I'm five weeks postpartum both of us and we're doing pretty solid um if anybody has advice on how to get newborns to understand that it is not daytime at nighttime if that makes sense that would be very helpful I have tried to keep him awake and he just literally like a ragdoll will not wake up during the day um so I don't know what to do any advice would be greatly appreciated. But alrighty, that is all I have for you guys today. Thanks for babbling, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye, guys.